Hey guys, Jordan here. Uh, so before the show starts, I want to point. I just want to do a little bit, a little bit of housekeeping. So we did not mention that Gamescom is happening this week, like right now. Mostly because uh, we figured we'd just cover it next show because that's when all of the news and stuff from Gamescom is going to be out, so we could talk about all that stuff. So rather than you know speculating on what was going to be happening, we decided you know we'll just talk about all these other things beforehand, and we'll get to the Gamescom episode when it comes along, which is next week. So yes, I just, I just want you guys to know that we are aware that we did not talk about Gamescom this week. Um, there's also a few other things that we didn't talk about, but we'll, we're probably saving that for um, next show or something like that. So, yeah. All that all that stuff is happening. Oh, Sergio uh, isn't here for like the better half of the entire show, but he does make an appearance towards the end. So stay tuned for that one. Uh... So, yeah, as always, before we begin, ladies and gentlemen, Dectonic. Hey, everyone, welcome to PCB, the Pixel Clicks podcast. I'm Jordan Pollock, and this week's shirt is brought to you by Loot Crate, the original monthly box subscription service. Who does not sponsor us i feel like they should though as always i am not alone oh jeez i just got email as always i'm not alone the director and improv comedian sergio lopez is not here but in his stead we have the ambassador for the pc master race cody franklin i'm finally back everybody I, I, uh, i fell into a black hole i saw some crazy shit i saw my child and i was like let me in don't don't leave and I banged on things, and things fell off a bookshelf, and then I showed up here. So, It was all quite the tale. You guys missed it. That was in the post show, which we don't actually air. Sucks for you guys. Yeah. And as always, uh, something, something, something. Shane Carpenter is here. That's what I've been reduced to now. <laughs> something, 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 something. something. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We'll, we'll, Sunday. we'll think of an intro for you sometime. I don't, I Fuck don't it. know. Uh, the Australian Thunder. God damn it. No. <laughs> I'm gonna quit if that becomes what I quit. Name. <laughs> Australian Thunder was such Moving a good forward. name, though. Moving on. Moving on up. So, okay, <laughs> guys, uh, before we talk about uh, uh, video game news and all that, I, I, I have something to say. I watched the movie Pixels. Mm. <laughs> so uh, why did you watch the movie Pixels, Gordon? I see. I don't know. I have this problem. I can't. I can't blindly hate a thing without actually experiencing it. <laughs> so I wanted to watch the movie so I can justify all of my ill will towards that movie. That movie ten dollars. I did. Oh, actually, no. I went uh, uh, in the morning, which was only six bucks. So, oh, you're you realize not pay... you gave that movie money, though. Not gonna pay full price for it. Uh, and I suggest no one pays full price for that movie. You're not uh, giving any money for that movie. Now, here's the not. thing. Here's the thing. Yep. I went into the movie expecting a zero. I came back with a ten out of a hundred. So hey. that means. There are there are a few you know there's a few fun parts here and there some things that happen that make me laugh made me giggle giggle inside my body because I did not want to show that on the outside because the rest of me was so pissed off for the rest of the movie. <laughs> uh, man, guys, that's not a good movie. <laughs> that there's so many things in that movie that made no freaking sense, no sense whatsoever. Kevin James is the president. Enough said. Oh my god, that... And the way it happens is they... Batman was literally a Ford out for that movie. Yes, yes he oh, was. Yeah. Uh, but Kevin James being the president, he was introduced as the president in a George W. Bush uh, scene where he's trying to read to these children, but he can't read. Like, that's a really dated reference, oh, guys. Oh, right. that was funny, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, we Kennedy. had a really dumb president. <laughs> like... Like seven years too late. Yeah. yeah, and like my my biggest problem with the movie is that it fundamentally fundamentally does not understand video games as a subculture and as an industry as a whole, and that's that really 
bugs me because like the rest of the movie is just like oh look look at these games remember them references there's joust there's paperboy there's centipede oh look there's a smurf here for no goddamn reason because there's never been a smurf atari <laughs> game ever okay oh oh look there there here it's lady lisa there's a character that we created in a game called dojo quest which never existed and look she's not pixelated because we had to hire ashley benson to be a hot girl walking around and not saying a goddamn word she did not speak at all in this in this entire movie not even a sound she was just there to be hot and kill things with swords and then at the end of the movie uh Qbert is there because he's you know he's a trophy right and he gets to walk around and talk and he's there for comic relief and then and then you know because all i think of funny i think of Hubert. Hubert. yeah uh all the aliens are defeated but Hubert's still there because he's a trophy so he gets to stay although the duck hunt dog was also one of the trophies but he's never seen again <laughs> but but because josh gad needed something else to do in the movie they're like you know what Let's turn Qbert into Lady Lisa somehow, and she's a tangible person. She's an actual thing that you can touch and have sex with, because at the end of the movie, he has Qbert babies. It's not so good What movie, are you guys. trying to tell me, Jordan, is that I should stick with the vastly superior film, Wreck-It Ralph. Yes. Wreck-It <laughs> Ralph was actually... actually did video games good. It was a good video game movie, and... This was just, I still have no idea who this movie is for. I really don't know. Absolutely. But that's the he thing. He somehow gets the money to make these movies over and over again, and they're awful. But, but he somehow gets the money to make another one. The thing that I don't understand is that throughout the entire movie, Adam Sandler does not look like he even wants to be there. This is how he delivers every line. Oh, man, this is really bad. This is... Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. We're all gonna die. We know we we tried our best, but that's it. We're not gonna we're not gonna do anything else about this. Ah, it sucks. Yeah, like he he's just phoning it in the entire time. It's like I just got a paycheck. It's all matters. Granted, I did. I hope his Netflix shows are better. I uh, ugh, I don't know, but uh, and one other thing, why was Sean Bean and Peter Dinklage in this movie? I don't. <laughs> Sean Bean, Sean Bean is in the movie. He is in the movie. He survives, though, That's which just, is good. Oh, he doesn't okay. die. He does not die. That's why it's a terrible movie. <laughs> he doesn't die. <laughs> Sean Bean needs to die. Fantastic Sorry, actor, but yeah, he, he survives the entire ordeal. And Peter Dinklage is in, is in the movie, and he talks like a douchebag the entire time. Well, what hair do you like that one? Because he's the Fire Blaster, a name that he gave himself. <laughs> okay. Oh, guys, it is not a good movie. Tell us how you really feel, Jordan. It sucks. That's an awful, awful movie. <laughs> I oh god. I like. That's it. Just end in that. Not not a good movie. Speaking of people who works in movies. Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima are still working on some kind of project, even though uh, P.T. Silent Hills was canceled. Now, that's exciting news. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're still going to make P.T., but make it not Silent Hills, but it's still going to be Silent Hills. Project (laughs) Tudor. Project (laughs) Daryl Dixon. Uh, Phantom Toes. We're just gonna make a Walking Dead video game with Daryl Dixon. They should. And I mean, I would. I would play it. that. Oh. Like I'm looking forward to whatever Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima does. And since they're working together, I'm really looking forward to whatever the hell they come up with. Now, I really want like a really creepy. Um, I can't think of anything at the moment. Think. I just they're gonna have really great monster designs in a really crazy story, so that, those are great. Yeah, things. loves love HP Lovecraft, so I'm gonna go. They make a Lovecraft game. Cool. The yeah, new Call it. of Cthulhu. Let's do it. Cthulhu with Hideo Kojima's crazy ass plot twists. That would be great. <laughs> be fantastic, starring Norman Reedus. I, I would I would play the crap out of that. Oh, I would love it. Um, what else happened, guys? Uh, The Witcher Three is getting a new game plus mode. 
finally so the, the, happening. So yeah, that's going to be the uh, the it goes final, another hundred hours of my life. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the <laughs> final free DLC of the sixteen part free DLC things that CG Project Red was doing for The Witcher Three. Uh, that's good news. I'm I still haven't beaten the game. I'm on Skellige though. I'm on Skellige. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't beaten it either. Actually, I uh, I'm like five minutes from the end, but I just uh, <laughs> other stuff came out and I'd already spoiled the end for myself. So I was like, yeah, I got other stuff to do. I gotta go back and do that. See, my problem right. was just that whole, you know, where like the last third of the game becomes super easy. So I was just kind of like, I don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah. But hey, no, new game plus. Hopefully, it'll be good. Yeah, like. And then, uh, Get some. Uh, there's tons of you know. Finally, get to use all that new DLC and whatnot. Yeah, and like, and since and since uh, there's going to be a new game plus, I think I'm just going to start like ignoring a lot, a, mo- a majority of the <laughs> side quests, so I can just go and beat the game. Because so right that's now, one thing that game has no problem with is there's a retarded amount of quests. Yeah, there's always something to do. Like right now, <laughs> yeah. uh, right now I'm supposed to find an ugly baby. That quest, because I, you know, I I finished the main quest on Skellige. So I'm supposed to go and do other things to find Siri and stuff like that. Um, oh, spoiler. Scott. <laughs> spoiler alert. The entire game is you trying to find Siri. <laughs> it's a, spoiler alert. It's all a dream. God. <laughs> you know how pissed off I would be? <laughs> oh, my God. It's not even your dream. It's Siri's dream. <laughs> that would make me really, really mad. What was the point of any of this? But yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to New Game Plus. I don't know if I'm going to go into New Game Plus, because there's still many other things I need to play. I still need to finish the original game itself, so there's that. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty cool. So like after we get New Game Plus, we have to wait, what, a month or two before we start hearing more about the actual expansions that are coming out? Yeah. Those are sound interesting. Um... Especially because a lot of I don't know exactly the details on it, but I guess they've heavily rumored that Shawnee from the first game is going to uh, be in one of the DLCs, so you can finally get to find out what happened with her. Because that was one of your potential love interests in The Witcher 1. And they just kind of forget she existed in The Witcher 2 and 3. So, you you, you know, you spend all of Witcher 1... You know, raising a family and, and banging Shani, and then Witcher <laughs> Two starts out with you in bed with Triss. Oh, okay, this happened. Oh, oh apparently we okay. <laughs> so, a little bit what of continuity issues there. <laughs> our chances of getting a DLC focused on Siri. I, I, I still hold hope that there's going to be more Witcher games with Siri, and that was like the whole. Witcher 3 was just an experiment to see if they could get away with it. Like, people like Siri enough that we yeah. can do that. Because there, you know, there is a point where uh, using Geralt over and over gets boring and gets drawn out. You know, he's, he's old as fuck now. Yeah. And he needs to he needs to get a payday for all this work he's been doing. He needs a break. Give Geralt a yeah. break. He does so much for the world. Yep. And, and depending on how you play, he doesn't ask for anything. Or he asks for lots of money. <laughs> so, and uh, but it'll be interesting if they do do that. They're gonna have to deal with the endings and and having to pick one because uh, there's two very different endings involving, or actually three very different endings involving Siri. Yeah, and only uh, one of them really works for future yeah. games. So. Uh, well, well, I mean, it it's just like how every other game does it. Like, yeah, you have multiple endings, but this one really counts. You're <laughs> right. Else does. Yeah. yeah. Most yeah. games Deus are Oh yeah, these games—you have a lot of endings you can choose from, but realistically, we the developers say this ending is the one that works. Yeah, yeah. So the rest of the endings can. Basically, yeah. Like <laughs> uh, the two games that really come to mind is Deus Ex Human yeah. uh, uh, Human Revolution, oh, also the original Deus Ex. Uh, and even and even Witcher, I mean, yeah. Witcher three kind of completely ignores the vast majority of your decisions in Witcher two. So. Mass Effect. Infamous, Infamous so, does that too. Yeah. Um, yeah well, does decide. Screw you. The sending. I mean, they have to do it. At a certain point, it's like 
we can't make 18 different games. Yeah, that's so, true. That is that's true. Like, that's what I'm curious about. How the so, hell they're going to handle that with Dragon Age? Because, you know, that was the big complaint of Dragon Age 2, is it pretty much didn't really have any differences depending on how you played Dragon Age 1. And so they were like, fuck, oh, you want differences? We'll fucking give you differences. <laughs> a game has like a bajillion choices you make that completely change the world. And I'm just sitting here like, how the fuck are you going to do this? This is like a whole, like, the entire world's different by the end of the game, depending on how you make your choices, you know? Yeah. It's like the next game's just going to have to be, uh, it takes place on a different planet. Cough, Mass Effect 4, cough. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great way to get around it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go to another galaxy. That works. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. I can't wait for that for more details on uh, the expansion packs for The Witcher because that's a fun game. It's a great game. Um, can't wait to see always, the end of it. more excuses to play that game. Yeah, yeah, I, huh? I agree. You know, huh? you know what's a game I wanted an excuse to play more of but just couldn't? Street Fighter V, the beta for Street Fighter V. Now, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I was in the beta for Street Fighter V on PS4. <laughs> Uh, that shit didn't work. So, <laughs> uh, I managed to play like my dog is sneezing. I managed to play like I don't know five or so games. Are you okay, hero? Okay, yeah, he's good. I managed to play at least like five games. Nope, he's still sneezing. Uh, but it was fun for what I got to play. Uh, there was one or two matches that was really really not good just the connection wasn't great so the dude just kept teleporting around the screen so I didn't know what to do um, I like how it feels so far the game looks great uh, backgrounds are kind of bland but you know that what can you do it's still in beta uh, but there's a va- like the vast majority of people could not get into that beta at all like granted this was a beta and this is what the beta was trying to figure out what can the servers handle you know how's the net code and all that stuff Turns out, not Nothing. that great. Uh, like when you got into a match, mo- like it felt for the most part great. Like there was no lag or anything, but the servers just could not handle the load of people that were trying to get in. Uh, so you know, Capcom was doing their best to just keep informing people. Like, yeah, guys, this is not working. We're trying our best to keep it going. They took it down for one day. Like, you know, we'll bring it back. You know, we'll extend, we'll extend the beta, and oh, it's still not working. Uh, okay, so there, there are three planned betas for Street Fighter V. This was supposed to be the first one, but they're like, nope, this is this doesn't count because it just didn't work for anyone. So we'll just have three more. Three, you still have three betas coming up. So don't worry about that. We'll have this fixed for next time. So you had they had to tear the whole thing down, which is unfortunate because oh, I was so looking forward to playing the crap out of that game. Instead, I, I was faced with like the hardest boss I've ever fought in my life. It was called the title screen. And I pushed <laughs> I, I pushed any I pushed any key, but it nothing worked. Just I couldn't I couldn't defeat it. Couldn't, couldn't defeat find it, any key. Oh no. Couldn't find it. I was looking all over my control. It just doesn't exist. I was sad. So so sad. I think Shane is being sucked into the to the, the nether on the side of his screen. Oh <laughs> he's, he's being pulled okay. into the void. Uh, so yeah, that that was really disappointing with the Street Fighter V beta. Hopefully, when it comes back, it'll work, and we get to play as Ken and Nikali next time. Because those those are the only two characters that weren't available during this beta. That everyone else has announced so far. And yeah, that's your Street Fighter V moment minute. Um. Oh, um. I've I think uh, Shane. Uh, you you and Sergio were talking about Street Fighter Five uh, coming to Xbox One sometime eventually. Never gonna happen because Sony got huh? the computer exclusive. Ah, yeah. Damn it, Sony. Did we talk about that? I didn't talk. I didn't say that. Oh, I edit the show. <laughs> well, I don't know. I never said it was gonna come to Xbox because I know but, it won't. Yeah, that's never coming to Xbox One. Sorry, guys. Get a PC or a PS4. Unlike Tomb Raider, which will be coming to PS4, so... Yeah. But but here's the thing about Tomb Raider <laughs> coming to PS4. It's coming literally a year later. At that point, who even cares about Tomb Raider? 
Uh, they really got a whole year exclusivity? Wow. A yeah. whole year. Oh, yes. Yeah. That money. That it's, prime money. Ho- holiday 2016 is when PS4 Rise of the Tomb Raider comes fine. out. Can't that's, wait to see the developers go under. Oh, right? Like, that, <laughs> that's such a bad deal. That's such a... Granted, I have an Xbox One, so I'm going to be playing it on my Xbox One when it comes out. But... <laughs> How about we don't support practices like this, Jordan? How about we don't? That's what I'm saying. Like, I really don't like this idea of games that have been universally on all consoles and computers suddenly deciding to take a little bribe money and and favor one or the other. Yeah, no, don't be wrong. It's one thing to have, like, to, to, you know, oh, we have the exclusive map for one week more. It's another to say, fuck you, you don't get the game for a year. It's different between... A company, one of the big studios, actually like funding the creation of the game. Like yeah. Nintendo funded Bayonetta two. Yeah, it wouldn't have been made without Nintendo funding. Yeah. Um, Street Fighter Five, same thing. Sony was funding it. Otherwise, probably wouldn't have ever actually happened. Yeah. Um, but Tomb Raider, that could have been made either fucking way. Obviously, because yep. it's coming out after a year. Yeah, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I do not like this practice whatsoever. I'm just saying, I get to play it. <laughs> but this is stupid. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you are almost effectively killing uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider on, for every PS4 player because no one is going to care about the game when it comes out because that's when Uncharted 4 comes out. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what, who, if you have a PS4 and you have to choose between Rise of the Tomb Raider and Uncharted 4... Chances are you're going with Uncharted 4 because it's goddamn Uncharted. So, like, what? It's basically a Tomb Raider with Duke. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that, yeah, because the weird thing about it is there's for, there's original Tomb Raider. So, the people at Naughty Dog were like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Let's, let's make it our own thing. Then it came Uncharted. And then Crystal Dynamics is like, hey, that's pretty cool. Let's put this into Tomb Raider. And then we got Tomb Raider, <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider. Like, yeah. They're all just ass, biting off each other. It's kind of ass backwards, though. Like, the game that was inspired by Tomb Raider inspired Tomb Raider. It's really silly. And what makes things worse for Rise of the Tomb Raider on Xbox is that it comes out the same day as Fallout 4. <laughs> and um choices. Hmm. And to the and to this day there has been no word about maybe we should move that date, guys. <laughs> hmm. Like, yeah. Like honestly, just really thinks that, you know, they're going to do really well with Tomb Raider. Like it's like they're trying their hardest to kill Tomb Raider. That's what it seems like. Like, the second Bethesda announced Fallout 4 is coming out November whenever. Uh, November whatever, yes. No, sometime in November, just everything's going to die to Fallout. Uh, they should have just went, hey guys, let's move that at least at least a week later, right? Like, I feel like they probably will eventually. I mean... have any clue whatsoever what they're doing. They're not always... Let's be honest, developers aren't slash publishers aren't always the smartest about when they're putting out their games in general. True. Yeah. Still saying True. that Mad Max is not supposed to be coming out on the same day as Metal Gear Solid Five. No reason to care. But but the the at least at least when it comes to Mad Max and Metal Gear Solid Five is that for the most part it Mad Max will do fine because Metal Gear at this point is a very very niche game it's a big game it's a humongous game a lot of people love that game but i'm pretty sure there's more people that under who know what mad max is and would want to play a mad max game because i know there's a ton of people like uh metal gear is freaking weird how do you even understand what's happening spoiler alert not many people know what's happening (laughs) see i can't every time i watch one of those damn trailers i'm like what the fuck is going on but so, what is but my thing is, even though it seems like it's a niche game and like people are like weirded out and confused by it, yeah, including me and Cody, apparently, like it's still somehow number three on the top pre-order chart right now. Well, well yeah, because yeah. it, it's also because there's a ton of people who who've never played a Metal Gear game. Like this looks insane, but I have to play it. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. and it's open world, which helps. 
bonus. I yeah, mean, yeah, that was a big bonus for me. Is even if I don't have any fucking idea what's going on with the story, I can just roam around and 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 do all that craziness. Yeah, like and I, it's I'm on in, PC. Finally, it's on PC. Yeah, I'm I know. In, I'm in Facebook groups where people are like, "I've never played a Metal Gear game, but you know this this new one coming out looks pretty good. I think I want to try it." And people are like, "Yes, please do it. You'll like it." Then they try it and they're like, "I have no idea what's happening in these games, but I'm still gonna get Metal Gear Solid 5. Yes, do it. We all love this. Join us. I like your uh, voice of the masses there, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Thank okay. you. Oh, yes. Yes. You're only born in the darkness. I... <laughs> <laughs> you have quite a treasure there, my friend. This is a Horodric cube. Stay a while and listen to our podcast. R.I.P. Deckard Kane. Since we're talking about Diablo, <laughs> guys... Uh, there, there's been, there's been, uh, some trailers and news about a new patch that's coming to Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls. Uh, Shane, why don't you tell us about it? Alright, I'll tell you since, about it. Since you're our resident Diablo expert, apparently. Tell right, us about these guys. public test realms. So, Diablo 3 is getting a new patch, which is 2.3? 2.4? I couldn't tell you. Anyway, um, so basically, the biggest feature that everybody is going woo about is the Can I Cube, which is yes. basically exactly the same as the Hirachi Cube from Diablo 2. Like, exactly the same, almost. Um, basically, another one of those things where Blizzard's like, guys, the game's not like Diablo 2 yet, and people are just still complaining. What can we do? Uh, uh, put in a cube. Everyone likes cubes. I don't know, fix it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not no, gonna lie. Fails. Cube it. Cube it. I'm not gonna lie. When they showed the cube, I was like, the Horaja cube is back? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's exactly it, though. It's like, hey, guys, look, the cube is back. And everyone's like, oh, shit. Quick. We gotta go. Okay. But, uh, for, for, for the uninitiated... The Horogic Cube from Diablo 2 is basically this item that lets you combine other items into one item. Yeah. Uh, so you you would take that, you put your gems in there, make them into better gems and stuff like that. But they changed out with the jewel and all that stuff. You really only needed the Horogic Cube for one mission, for one quest in Diablo 2. And that was just to put a scepter together, which you only use for like one one thing and that, that's it. But then you have it for the rest of the game. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, Including stuff one of the most important things you could do in Diablo 2, which is go to the infamous cow level. Okay, <laughs> disclosure. Guys, there is no such thing as a cow level. Yes, do is. not listen to these lies. There is no such thing as a cow level. There's even a cow level in Diablo 3 now, people. No, there is no cow level. Yep. This is unsubstantiated blasphemy. Uh, no such thing. As I, uh, I played... Starcraft first before I played Diablo games. Yeah, and one of the cheat codes is there is no cow level. I never understood that. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. What does and this then mean? I, I got to. I started playing Diablo. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I understand. It's all connected. <laughs> Just cow so, all the way down. Um, yeah. So 2.3 yeah, is bringing the, a new cube along with a bunch of cool features with it. Uh, does the same thing where you can combine items like making a portal to the cow level that doesn't exist. Um, but it also lets you do something that's really cool, which is remove legendary stat effects. Or you can like pull legendary stat effects off of items and then equip them to yourself as a passive. Yeah. So That's freaking awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but the other really cool thing with the patch, in my opinion, is that they're also adding in a, um, new area as well for you to get to the cube. So I think that's actually pretty cool that they're adding in an entire new area as well. Yeah. As part of a contact patch. For free is, yeah, it's fantastic. That's definitely one of those things you could easily see being a paid for thing in most of the games. But but it's Blizzard, and they're like, we don't need a charge for this. You already gave us money. Just here, take these new things so you can keep playing our game. Yeah. Um, 
so they when they announced this patch, uh, they it came with this very very heartbreaking uh, video that explains uh, why the cube is called the Kenai Cube. Is it Kenai or Kasai? Cube of Kas. It starts with the K. I, I I can't. I don't remember the K cube. Um, the K cube. Uh, it's just a very, very heartbreaking video. You should watch it. It's good. You get yes. a lot of information from it. You get a nice heart-rendering story. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's all like good. Uh, you know, everybody on Reddit. I was going here for ideas about news about Diablo, not not to cry. Why you got to do this to me? Now, here's the thing. Uh, that one video had a much better story than all of Diablo 3. Oh! Ooh. <laughs> Wombo combo. <laughs> Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? <laughs> That's my favorite fucking video. Damn. Uh, speaking of things that make you go damn, Mafia Three was confirmed. Yeah, I know. I know somebody here is very excited for that. That guy, Cody. Mm-hmm. Cody. The game was awesome. Mafia <laughs> Two. I never played Mafia One, but I did play Mafia Two. Let's and... just hope that Mafia Three is actually a complete game. Yeah. If if you guys go Mafia back to awesome. if you guys go back to our top five gaming moments uh, podcast, you can hear uh, Cody's favorite part of Mafia Two. It's, it's a good story. Kind of like bittersweet. <laughs> favorite like i didn't like it yeah but, yeah but as a moment it was powerful so i was like oh yeah yeah that happened Woo. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah uh, yeah definitely excited for that to see how, how the, that plays out uh wasn't expecting that at all that was, what, that was, was cool. it just was it just me or like uh in in well i think i saw just the screenshot for it but it looked like it was in like a they were like in a swamp area or something hmm like it showed like it was like the mafia, so, yeah, the it was like mountains, it was like man. four people. I saw a dude with a, with an afro. You know they're being illuminated by headlights behind them. Look like they're in a swampy area, like like maybe in the deep south or something. Hmm. Oh yeah, no, I just see some people speculating about it being in New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. That would be interesting. There's like never any game set there, so that'd be cool to see. Uh, excuse me, there's Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> Infamous 2. <laughs> Those console games. Yeah. yeah, Infamous 2 also, yeah. <laughs> console games. Um, so yeah, that that's cool. I, I've never played a Mafia game, but I'm, I'm interested in learning more about Mafia 3. Yep. There's three of that's them That's part of Mafia 2 that I hope comes back. It's the Playboy uh, collectibles. That was hilarious. That's like such a weird thing <laughs> to have as a collectibles. Is new is naked pictures of women from the fifties. Okay. Well, Cody, you okay. know what else is weird? You know what else is weird? Uh, Razor bought Ouya. Now they didn't buy the actual mini console itself, but they bought the operating system and everything else around. One Ouya. They're like, you know, <laughs> yeah, they bought, we bought a single Ouya. A single the entire Ouya. Co- <laughs> really, guys. I really have wanted an Ouya for the office this entire time. Can we so buy we one? Bought one? We bought one. Just one. Just the one. Uh, so we bought a Ouya. <laughs> a single Ouya. Ouya. Uh, yeah, so Razer has, Razer has bought everything about the Ouya except for the actual console and controller. But, you know, they, they bought the people. They didn't buy the people. That That's slavery. They bought um, human trafficking, <laughs> I mean. They bought, I mean. They bought the operating system. They bought... Um, all the software stuff for it, so that's good. I mean, I mean is kind of relevant again somehow. In a way, theoretically, buying the CEO of Ouya <laughs> therefore forces all employees underneath the CEO of Ouya to be slaves, both physically and in a general sense of the word. Yes. Um, so that's cool. It's been a while right. since slavery came up on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it has. It's been a while. It's been too long. Uh, <laughs> podcast listeners, go back to episode, I don't know, where we talk about slavery. 
probably uh, not in these podcasts. Probably all the way back in Aztec Games. Check out Aztecs versus Games for all your slavery news. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. There's irony in that because the name is Aztecs. Aztecs had slavery. (laughs) Yeah, it was all topical. It all made sense. See? Yeah, it's all connected. Oh, just (laughs) randomly. all the way down. Uh, this has nothing to do with gaming, but I was on Twitter uh, earlier today, and I saw this comedian Hannibal Burris uh, reply That's... to a tweet. Yeah, Hannibal Burris is so funny. This dude tweets at Hannibal, and he goes, uh, "Why did I see you at a Toys R Us in Michigan?" And Hannibal replies, uh, "Because you are on PCP." So I tweeted at him saying, "Thanks for the shout out, LMAO." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> He, I did that. If we could get him as a guest, I would just like. Just I, I would lose my mind. <laughs> um, speaking of things that lost their mind, Zombie U, Ubisoft has lost their mind. They bring they're bringing Zombie U to PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and just calling it. Get zombie. this, Zombie, no U, just Zombie, okay. Zombie without the E. <laughs> Z-O-M-B-I, Zombie, is coming to PS4, Xbox I One, and PC. what this game is about. Aliens, maybe? I've, I don't know. I mean, I, I was looking at the title, and I'm, I'm thinking ghosts. I'm hoping for ghosts. Zombie ghosts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Zombie... Well, let's go back. Zombie U was probably one of the best games on the Wii U when it first launched. Yeah. And, it, and it was one of the like most unique games on entire console um but since it was stranded to the wii u it did not sell well and because ubisoft is on a rampage of saying to nintendo they're like oh yeah you know that game that we gave you as an exclusive yeah hey microsoft and sony there you go there you go Uh, just, just so you guys know, uh, when when Shane said Ubisoft was saying, I had to, I had to cut that part out because it was just way too vulgar for anyone yeah. to hear. So, so you know. <laughs> so, yeah, the zombie words U, were said. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to actually playing Zombie. I have, I'm staring at my Wii U right now, but I don't have Zombie U for it. Um, I remember I'll, when it first came out. I watched a bunch of gameplay videos of it, and I was like, this game looks awesome. Yeah, I really I'm wanted to play it, Wii U but but I I when I got my Wii U, I totally forgot about it. <laughs> so sorry. I want to play the game though. It looks it looks cool. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Although I still feel like there's way too many zombie games, but you know what can you do? Um, I think we're down to. You guys talking about Total Warhammer? So yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit over here and <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> hey Cody, did you watch that Total Warhammer trailer? That was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't trailer. Awesome. I was very impressed with it. Um, People need to chill out about it being alpha footage, though. Yeah, I mean they they made it very clear. Uh, hopefully. I was kind of excited for that because, you know, everybody knows Total War games have a very bad tendency to show very uh, made-up, I guess the word I'm looking for is uh, not actual game footage, basically. This isn't how it's going to turn out, you know. Uh, Take the Peter Molyneux approach. Yeah. Uh, Rome 2 had a uh, particular battle that I don't think he even made it into the, the, the or no, it did, but it was completely different than how it was shown in the trailer, for example. So I think they kind of took that to heart and said, we need to actually show what the game actually looks like. But now, of course, you're getting haters on the other side going, oh, this game looks like crap. Ugh. When it's, it's freaking alpha, of course it looks like crap. I mean, <laughs> I just hope that they actually pull that off because that was a lot of people on screen. Yeah. And, uh, and hopefully like the engine's well. better optimized. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Nothing, None of this matters if it still runs like a piece of crap, which they usually do. Um, but we'll have to wait and see on that. But I was I was excited for that. Uh, we, the one thing that was weird was the the 
did you notice like every time the orcs when they finally got close, they did that weird like basketball yeah. hoop jump and land on the humans, and it was really badly animated. There's all these orcs going. It's like activate kangaroo mode. It was very strange. I'm I. Everything looked really cool, and it was just hilarious to see, like, the clunky animations of an alpha, but it was still, like, a good overview. Like, yeah. I thought it was hilarious when all those horsemen were, like, coming out, and then a goblin wizard comes up to next to them and is like, Meteor of Death! <laughs> and it showers down, and people are just like, Yeah, ah. Magic definitely... I'm definitely... <laughs> intrigued to see how well how magic works because it does seem at least in those videos to be uh, a tad bit overpowered, a overpowered. Just, just a little bit when you have like two whole like, like two or three giant groups of infantry just get smashed that's just orc magic freaking yeah the vampire count is supposed to be one of the armies in there and I'm like their magic is overpowered as Hell on the table. Yeah, but the Empire apparently has fucking lasers or something, and when they shoot that one troll, I'm like, what? that's kind of awesome. Lasers, uh, apparently, we have lasers. Okay. Hey, so. whatever. Warhammer turns into Warhammer 40k eventually. So yep. Lasers are totally okay. Especially the new, you know, the new remake of uh, the new revamp of. Fantasy, and where they literally so the cards literally look like space, space marines. marines. These aren't space marines, guys. Trust me, they're not. Cuff, cuff. No, <laughs> they're they're just they 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 might look like space marines that don't have guns, but trust me, they're not space marines. It's literally like somebody popped out a model from Dawn of War Two, handed them a sword and a shield, and said, "Go be this dude from forty thousand years ago." <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, Windows Ten came out. Uh... So right now, uh, uh, Shane and I we're, we're running Windows 10 yeah. on our respective my laptop, his PC uh, computers. That's the word I was looking for. So what what do you think of Windows 10 so far, Shane? <laughs> he's giving the I don't know. He's, he's giving the I don't know face. It, it's like I installed it. And I opened stuff up, and I was like, there's a whole bunch more options that I have to look at now. And it's all very confusing, and I don't really know what to do. So, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm just pretending the surgery is not joining and leaving and joining and leaving. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I think it's cool, like, I did mess around with Windows 8 a little bit, and I hated Windows 8, but at the same time, <laughs> this seems like it's all the good parts of Windows 8, so... Yes. Yeah, um, so on, on this particular laptop that I'm using, because I have, spoiler alert, I have, like, too many laptops, uh, I was running Windows 8 on this particular one, and it was whatever. Uh, Windows 8 took some getting used to, but uh, it, for the most part, it was fine. Uh, I didn't enjoy using it as much as I enjoyed 7 yeah. or... XP or everything else that was good with life. Um, <laughs> Windows 10 is like uh, the perfect mix of seven and eight. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, like it had like the biggest the biggest difference here is um, the taskbar is different. It has a new look to it. it looks more modern. Uh, this, there's the start button. The start menu's back, like it's a normal start menu. Yeah. But then you have your Windows Seven Life look to the. Glance. Yeah, yeah. Your Windows Seven menu to the, on the left side, you know, has like um, just a list of things. Then on the right is Life at a Glance. It shows a bunch of um, tiles as the tiles again, uh, which is fine. It's fine how it's set up. Um, it's yeah, not... I think that's. I, I think that's a really smart idea. Of yeah. Getting the best of both worlds in the, into one thing, because uh, yeah, you know, we know we want to. They want to push that app store stuff, so yeah, that was the whole reason we got that gigantic mess that was uh, Windows Eight and and yeah. their thing. So giving us the start menu back, but having the tile still in a nice, convenient, yeah. not insane way. Intrusive, yeah, intrusive. Thank you. Uh, and I, I think one of the most interesting parts is Cortana. Yeah. Uh, Cortana is, you know, Microsoft's answer to Siri, uh, Apple's Siri. 
uh, Cortana works basically as your your personal assistant. Like you can have her schedule things for you. Can I have her order me pizza. You can. You probably can actually. Uh, um, One final try, and I've got it. Guys, hey, um, not my fault. I had to kill a man, then I had to hide him inside of a cake, then I had to eat it to dispose of the audience. Audience who was watching me dispose of the body in the cake. Now, if y'all just shut the book up and continue this podcast as if nothing happened, we wouldn't be stalling right now. But apparently, <laughs> you dumb assholes, meaning the audience and the people who are also hosting this thing, decided to put the spotlight on me, and now I have to talk and reveal all my secrets. You guys are the ones responsible for this. I haven't done shit. Now, would you say that I got also money from GameStop because they got sued again? I'm okay with that because that's what happened. (laughs) So Cortana, so Cortana, uh, you can talk to her using your microphones. And she said I get $83.52 from GameStop. Why? Uh, Because they did bad stuff. Why do you think what they did this time? Why do you think I don't work there anymore? <laughs> Burning those uh, bridges, <laughs> burning them down. Correct uh, versus GameStop, and then I asked Cortana, "Hey, what you want, girl?" And she's like, "I want some applesauce." And I said, "Well, good. With that money, I can buy you some eighty-three dollars. I can buy you all the applesauce you want. Mm-hmm. All that delicious, delicious applesauce." Continue while I open up my mail. So Cortana, uh, you can talk to her. You can say things like, Cortana, launch Audacity. And she'll launch Audacity. (laughs) Um, It's amazing how the podcast just goes downhill so quickly. (laughs) (laughs) What? Are you saying I'm responsible for this? (laughs) So yeah, uh, I'm enjoying Windows 10 for the most part. I haven't had a chance to really put it put it through its pace. I wanted to do it this weekend, but I've, I've been busy this entire weekend. Um, but yeah, I like it so far. All right, it feels it. nice. It lo- it feels like it's more geared towards productivity. Um, I'm not sure how it handles gaming quite yet, so there's that. Um, I'm going to see what happens when I try editing and stuff with it, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, well, since we're all here, I, I, I wanted to debut a slightly new segment, guys. And that's a release list don't of games throw, that are coming out this week. Don't, don't, don't toss us in the deep end with a new segment that we've not got any prior preparation for. It's, it's only the best when you guys aren't prepared. All right, I'm going to check out then. I'm playing Dark Souls. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> coming out... August 3rd, so that's yesterday for the podcast listeners on iTunes. Uh, look for us, Pixelix Podcast on iTunes. Uh, last Half of Darkness, Society of the Serpent Moon. I have no idea what the hell... And the director and improv comedian Sergio Lopez is here. ...is an indie horror adventure game, the long-running last, hall of, ha- last Half of Darkness series. Have you guys ever heard of this series? No. I have not either. A traditional point-and-click adventure where the player investigates murders rumored to have been committed by vampires in the European town of Antibes. There's vampires involved. That's that's a thing coming oh. to PC. Uh, August 4th, we have Rare Replay for Xbox One. Woo! I'm excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward the to that, actually. The only thing worthwhile for Xbox One until October. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gives you a collection of 30 rare cl- classics from early co- uh, computers and the NES to the Xbox 360 for mm-hmm. Xbox One. So you get stuff like uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day, Perfect Dark, uh, Battletoads, Ban- Battle Banjo-Kazooie. It's all about Battletoads. That's, I, that's what I really it, want it for. It's specifically that one instance where you're just trying to get through the course. Just that. Yeah, basically. Uh, for PS4 and PC, we have Gallic Z, The Dimensional. Oh, Which, where are they from the 1990s? Boom! Putting that Z's in the butts! Galaxy is a sci-fi roguelike space shooter inspired by anime of the 1970s and 80s. <laughs> uh, this actually this actually looks really cool. It's uh, It looks like a bullet hell game. You're, you pilot a ship, you shoot at things. But the thing that they've kept under wraps until, like, I think two weeks ago is that your ship can turn into a mech. So you're basically playing RoboCheck the game. So it looks oh. it looks super cool. Nice. I, I'm excited for that. That sounds cool. Uh, yeah. So that, so that comes out uh, on August 4th as well. 
Uh, we also have the Castle Game coming to the PS4 and Wii U. The cla- the Castle Game is a strategy castle building game from Neptune Interactive. That tells us nothing. I like uh, how vague that title of the game is. <laughs> the, the Castle, castle Game. game. Uh, yeah, so that's a thing. Uh, submerged coming to PS4, PC, and Xbox One. A game about being trapped in an ancient, half-submerged city powered by Unreal Engine 4. That sounds cool. Uh, yeah. Boggle for PS4. The classic word game returns. That's all we get, guys. Boggle. The classic Boggle. word game returns. Because uh, it's not enough to get angry in person. Now you have to get angry across the internet. Exactly. <clears throat> Also for PS4 is Transgalactic Tournament, a free-to-play sci-fi MOBA designed for the PlayStation 4. That's all we're getting. MOBA. And Anternoblade. Anternoblade is a side-scrolling action-adventure with a time-reversal mechanic known as Time Avenger in Japan. Coming to Nintendo 3DS eShop, PlayStation Network Vita, and PS4. And those are the games that are coming out next week, apparently. We should have done this sooner, had this segment somehow. But, eh, figuring it out as we go. So, that brings us to our final segment. Woo, I made it for the last one. What are you playing and what are you looking forward to? Sergio, what are you playing and what are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm playing, uh, I'm, I finally got back to Dark Souls. Uh, so, I'm, I'm fighting some kind of weird dragon uh, thing. Who's who's surrounded by a bunch of crystal? Uh, here's a here's a, here's an actual question. Uh, does the dragon have a vagina face? Probably. You know, I haven't taken a good look at his face, but I'm sure it has some. I fought no, a vagina there's face. There's only one vagina dragon in Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. He already beat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one. Yeah. Just the one. So I've I've officially uploaded. Uh, uh, I mean, like scheduled all the videos into 50-minute segments for every day. Uh, And what I have so far is until, like, October. Wait, did you say 50 or 15? 15. (laughs) Jesus. 15-minute videos all the way through October. Well, one every day. You get get more of Sergio getting hard every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think you'll get to see him play Dead Space by, like, November uh, 2017 November okay well hey maybe if all these things that are scheduled ends in October why don't you just start Dead Spotcha in October for Halloween <gasps> that would be real good <laughs> oh oh damn girl why you say all the good things ah uh, you know I just like to take care of you baby uh that's about it really um I've been working a lot hence me coming here late uh, to the podcast, but you know what? I, I felt like I had to give some sugar to my boys. Got Aww. some com- some codes, Franks, some Joe Pose, some Shane Cars. You know, they they my booze. We love you, Daddy. Uh, Shane, I like that. I'm gonna call you that from now on. Shane, what are you playing? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I didn't say what I was looking forward to. The the elephant one. That's it. Timbo the badass elephant. That's the one. Timbo I can't wait to play that game. Yeah. <laughs> Continue, Shane. Uh, so what am I playing? Am I actually playing anything at the moment? Dun, dun, Strangely, dun. no. Um. Well, no. Tell a lie. Well, yeah. No. Never mind. I was playing Dark Souls 2, but then I haven't played it for this week, so I can't really technically say that. But I will say it anyway. I'm playing Dark Souls 2. And then, looking forward to still pretty much Mad Max. And I don't care about any of you haters, I'm looking forward to Destiny. Haters. (laughs) The Taken King. Haters. I will continue to hate because I cannot stand that game anymore. I can't do it. Right ahead. <laughs> Maybe you should kneel. The... I shall not bend the knee to destiny. Okay. Girl. So, Cody, how about you? Uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Kind of Girl, I just bought life. that. I bought that. It's good. 
It's good. good. It's exactly what I wanted. Damn right. Good. Well, well, it's been fun. It's been real yeah. fun. Um, they the only problem I've really had with it is they it, it's it's pretty grindy. Uh, the first fifty levels are like good, and you think like, oh, I hit fifty. That's a level cap. That's the yeah, end. No, it's not. They have what's called veteran levels, and uh, there's fourteen of them right now. And it basically involves you playing through what you're supposed to do is play through the entirety of the other two factions that you didn't start out as. So play the entire game three times. Ev- yeah, every every character basically. Yeah, it's a little that like doesn't uh, sound fun. It's not. It's not <laughs> really so far. Um, so thankfully, uh, actually, the patch. The, the, eventually, they're getting rid of those altogether because they've realized that's probably was a dumb idea. Uh, so they're getting rid of them eventually. But uh, in the meantime, at the end of this month, I believe, yeah, thirty uh, first is they're putting out their first step in that program, where they're putting they're massively reducing the experience requirements. So it's not going to be nearly as grindy, which has me excited. So, uh, but it's, it's I mean it's one of those things where like, hey, it was a cool idea on paper. You get to go play the other factions you didn't start out as. Isn't that neat? Yeah, I suppose. But you yeah. got to do it on every single character, and you have to do all the main quest stuff every time. So you do literally everything three times in a row. Isn't that fun? And oh, and you can't like actually do the in-game stuff like raids or PvP because everybody doing that is already level four. VR 14. This sounds great. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Why have you done this? No. No. <laughs> so. People can make mistakes, young one. No. Yeah. But they're fixing that. And they, I guess they, uh, you know, their first DLC for that is coming out in, I believe, two months. Something believe, like that. I believe. I believe. And then uh, supposedly they're doing another big DLC every uh, three months. So that'll be cool. Uh, I think Shane has a. What's up, Shane? I forgot. I forgot something. I forgot. Would you forget? Would you forget? Would you forget? I have to shout it out every single time I'm on a podcast until Saturday. Um, that I want Pockin Tournament to show up at Dave and Buster's. Oh, oh again. I want to play that game so bad. Before next Saturday. Thank you. Okay. That's all. (laughs) So yeah. That's what I've been doing. That's what I've been looking forward to. It's uh, it's got that one cool system too, where like, uh, depending on how you do your character, um, there's like Magicka and then there's Stamina, and the same class will play completely differently depending on how you go for that. So it's the first game MMO I've ever been where like I want to make two of this class because I want to see both versions, and then uh, I might try out that new MMO Skyforge as well. So Skyforge. You play as like an immortal god or something like that, and and, and you have like followers and whatnot. And I'm like, hey, just okay, uh, I can get in that. Instead of being, you know, most MMOs, you start out as just some dude that nobody, you know, you save the world and nobody cares. Yeah, it's like now nah, you're god and people worship you. <laughs> okay, do you derive so, your power from your worshippers? Yeah, I think so. Huh. The more so, they believe, the stronger you get. Yeah, you gotta like recruit people and, and build shrines and shit. It's pretty. That sounds, sounds cool. Uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, the um, the 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 town builder section of uh, Act Tracer, actually. Yeah, and it's cool too because like uh, I guess you can eventually unlock all of the classes. I think there's 13 classes right now, mm. and uh, you can unlock them all on one character and switch to them on the fly. So. Oh, that's cool. You know, if you're in, in a party and you want to go, you know, most MMOs you always run into that problem with, oh, we want to go do this dungeon, but nobody's a tank. Uh, anyone in the group can just click a button, switch to Paladin, another tank. Oh, so, sweet. That's how it's, you know, I'm intrigued. But my friend's been playing it and streaming it on Twitch and looks pretty cool, so I might give that a go. Awesome. Sounds good. So TLDR, MMOs <laughs> have stolen my soul, and one day I'll get it back. Well, that's kind of what MMOs are it's kind of, yeah. meant for. That's kind yeah. of what they do, yeah. Uh, so Guild me... Wars, I got mine back from Guild Wars 2, and now it's in Essel. It, you got it back, and then, then Essel took it right yeah. away. Then Skyforge is going to take it as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in there, Witcher 2 is going to... Or Witcher 3 is going to take it again as well, so... Yeah, that happens. 
Uh, speaking of Witcher 3, that's what I've been playing uh, a lot lately. I've been playing a lot of Witcher 3, and I've been playing a lot of a game that came out uh, on Tuesday called Velocibox. It came out for PS4 and Vita. Currently, I'm rank 5 on PlayStation platforms for Velocibox, and I'm rank <laughs> uh, 8 for Super Velocibox on PlayStation platforms. I really like this game, guys. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> So what's the difference between Velocibox and Super Velocibox? Super Velocibox Super is the the hard mode. Like, uh-huh. the crazy hard mode. <laughs> now, uh, Velocibox is a Twitch-based endless runner where your your goal is to, as you're progressing through levels, you have to collect these six cubes. Any In any order, they're scattered throughout the, the endless track. Uh, whenever you collect six, you go on. You move on to the next level. So you're on level one, collect six cubes, move on to level two, and it keeps on moving. You never stop until you hit something. Then you start all the way over if you're in ranked mode, or you just go to regular play where you just play over and over until you beat each level. So yeah, I'm rank five, so I was able to get up to level five without dying, and I huh. just can't stop playing that game. Um, for Super Velocity Box, I only got to like level two. Like, <laughs> it's, it's it's a wee bit harder. Yeah, so, like, the, like this is the game that I went crazy over when I was at E3. Like, I sat at uh, the booth for an hour playing Super Velocity Box because I did not want to leave until I beat that game, and I did. Huh. <laughs> Granted, it's an endless runner, so I got all the way to level 9, and level 9 is the endless mode where you just keep on going, keep on going, but I got to level 9, and I collected 6 cubes, and I'm like, done! Got it! Got it, guys! Um, oh, that was... Oh, well, that's the one where the devs gave you, like, a weird look because you beat it, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They... Okay, this guy's it's okay. Yo, full full disclosure. They also gave me a Nyko charging station for my PS4 controls. <laughs> like, you nice. did really great. Take this and leave, please. <laughs> <laughs> making us look bad. <laughs> yeah. We're making our game look easy. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun. Um, I've also been playing. I've, I started playing Bayonetta two again because mm. I I like my combat heavy uh, spectacle fighters I've been playing that and Devil May Cry 4 special edition on my PS4 um, I don't know I've been in that mood lately just to play mindless spectacle fighters which are fantastic I love those games alright let's fight each other I have uh, what's the superhero DC one DC Universe Injustice Injustice oh, oh fighting games yeah sure I'll play I'll play in Injustice um, I have it. We'll, we'll just fight each other seven rounds. This will be it. The, the winner gets everything. Pretty sure Jordan's gonna win all seven. The winner gets everything. Just saying. The winner we'll, gets we'll everything. We'll see. Who knows? It, it, what, what if Serge has been practicing this whole time? He's not actually playing Dark Souls. That's like his brother. He's really playing Injustice. I mean, yeah. he play, I have... plays DC Universe online all the time, mm-hmm. so maybe that translates into Injustice. Guys, he, he has that character familiarity. <laughs> so uh, I know I just bought uh, Elder Scrolls Online, but then I fired the old DC Universe Online again. I was like, that's <laughs> way better. So then I stopped playing Elder Scrolls Online immediately. Uh, but I still like Elder Scrolls Online. I, I still like it because that's what I wanted. I wanted exactly what it is. But then I go to that, to that DC Universe. I'm just back to that dark place. God, man, they got me right in the balls. Right in the balls. Deep in the balls. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you looking forward to, Jordan? I'm looking forward to Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain. Mm-hmm. And Mad Max 2, kind of. Um, uh, I've actually I, been... Thanks for the shout-out. Yeah, I've actually been really thinking about um, getting Until Dawn. Which comes out, I think, in two weeks or something like that. But there's like no advertising for it whatsoever, which is weird. But (laughs) Uh, oh, I'm also looking forward to Everyone's Gone to the Rapture, which comes out. Oh, yeah, next week. That's coming out next week. Dang! Why? Here's the cool thing about indie developers is that when they when they decide it's going to come out, they're like, oh yeah, it's coming out next week, and you're just like, fuck! I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
But also, yeah. I, I hate that because I'm not prepared yet. Yeah, it's it. it's a part of uh, uh, Sony's, you know, like summer of whatever. So this week is Galaxy, and next week is Everyone's Gone to the Rapture, and I'm looking forward to that because I've been really thinking about starting a series of Let's Plays where I just play walking simulators because I love those those kinds of games. <laughs> Walk along, walkathon. There you I was, go. I was thinking like walkabout or something like that. <laughs> Uh yeah, walk walk on the town, walking walking talking, talking bots, walk, walk walk me a river. Uh, look, if I could look, walk five thousand miles. The the title is a is in development right now. Yeah, we're figuring it out. But we'll workshop it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, that's what I'm looking forward to. And yeah, I believe that is it. So, thank you so much for watching. Uh, this has been PCB, the Pixel Clicks Podcast. You can find us on all kinds of social media things like Facebook, go to search for Pixel Clicks Podcast, YouTube, Pixel Clicks Podcast, Twitch.tv, Pixel Clicks Podcast, iTunes, Pixel Clicks Podcast, Twitter, Pixel Clicks Pod. That is Pixel Clicks Pod because we could not fit the cast. Podcast listeners, everyone's making weird faces except for me because I'm still talking. Uh, what other social media things? Did I say on social media? Believe I said all the social media things. So, for Shane Carpenter, Cody Franklin, and Sergio Lopez, I'm Jordan Paul. This has been Peace Be the Pistol Quicks Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs> Pixelatedgeek.com